Check, check, check. Hello? Hey, this cord. Hey, D- uh, Dave. How you doing? Oh, doing good, man. Doing good. That's good. That's good. Uh, well, uh, I guess uh, to get started, um, uh, hey, everybody. Uh, my name's Dave. Uh, this is uh, PBR Talk. A uh, long time since I did the last one. I think last one was with KBRC last year. But uh, I guess we'll get right into it. Uh, Cord, uh, how'd you get started into the uh, bull business? Well, I tell you what, it's been uh, been a long time, I, almost, almost long. I don't even remember how. You know, the the funny thing is, when I was six years old, my dad gave me my first cow, which was kind of just a uh, just a longhorn looking cow. It was uh, you know nineteen eighty six, so it was uh, you know the the bucking bull breeding wasn't big, but since uh, I was an aspiring bull rider, I thought everything that came out of that old yellow longhorn cow was going to be a bucking bull. Uh, and, and luckily, uh, you know, my dad, he was, uh, he was a rodeo cowboy. He rode bareback horses and, and bucking bulls. My, my oldest brother, Justin, he was actually a stock contractor. And, you know, he was kind of raised and putting on rodeos and, as I was growing up. My oldest brother, Justin's way older than I am. So, uh, you know, when I was, you know, just 10, 11 years old, he had a stock contracting company. Um, and then later, he, uh, he worked for a guy named Larry Kephart, which was, uh, you know, a a stock contractor who actually raised a bunch of bucking bulls and, you know, still known for a lot of his genetics, um, today, you know, you even look at, uh, some of the great bulls we're looking at today, you know, we'll go back to, uh, a lot of the plumber genetics, which a lot of them will curve right through, uh, you know, Kephart's, uh, genetics as well. So, you know, not, not only did I grow up a, a cowboy, but in the, the rodeo, uh, era, but, you know, between my dad and my older brother, uh, was, was raising uh, the bucking stock in the late 80s. You know, it kind of got more serious when I was in junior high, even, um, you know, through high school. My, my FFA program was uh, my bucking bull business. And, you know, when I started my freshman year, here's a, here's a list of my cows and here's, um, you know, the calves that I would raise this year. And this is what I would sell, how much they, they brought. So I, I, I would keep track of that accounting even through, uh, through high school. Um, like I said again, Dave, just kind of the right spot at the right time. But uh, I, I kept, uh, you know, loving the the bull business and the the, the progress of breeding it. Um, you know, and the funny thing is, it was just just so happened the uh, you know the last year that I rode bulls, uh, my my bucking bulls were winning more than I was riding. So <laughs> it, it made it a pretty pretty easy uh, you know change to go from a bull rider to a stock contractor, and it feels like that. Uh, you know that that train you know hasn't stopped uh stopped rolling it's uh it's the the bucking bull business has kind of been my retirement from bull riding but you know now as as i get up and uh, work every day and work the bulls that's why i just had some bulls in the shoot there before you called um you know i don't even know how i had time to ride bulls then i mean it's uh it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a fast train everybody's working on uh, you know, the, the next new cross, the next uh, best breeding, the nutrition, the training, you know, and the, the schedule of events. And you, you feel like a coach, you know, or, or, or a team manager of these bulls, you know, and it's a lot yeah. of it's putting them in the right spot at the right time, uh, you know, and, and those best bulls, uh, bringing them to their best performance at, at those, uh, you know, pinnacle points. You know, we're talking the American heritage that, you know, uh, I know Cody Bear won over 100,000 there. Uh, last year with yeah. a bull we we hadn't seen much of before but uh, you know it's putting those athletes in the right spot at the right time i think is very important yeah um well you've had some real good bulls um uh 
Come on, baby, call the law. Uh, Perfecto, uh, bull that is getting a lot of attention, uh, especially after his year last year, Ryan Solo. Uh, how'd you get to be a part of uh, that oh. bull? Uh, Ryan Solo, you know, he's a he's a he's 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 a, he's a funny story. You know, I I fell in love with that bull, and 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 even even to to step back, you know, one generation further, I, I got to watch uh, riding solo sire, uh, you know, in 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 Vegas as a yearling, and I, and I, I always remember that bull. I like the the looks of him. I like the the style that he bucked. Uh, people probably don't know him. He's just a bar thirty one, but the bull got crippled uh, later, and then you know Curtis People showed up with uh, you know an own son of this bar thirty one. But he was he he was crazy. I mean, he would every every trip, uh, you know, it's it, like like a like a pitcher throwing a hundred miles an hour. But you know, sometimes he's lucky if he hit the backstop. I mean, he just was not controlling exactly what he was doing, and and we just felt like there was a huge opportunity uh, in that athlete and that bull. And uh, you know, we we kind of we kind of kicked it around with some of our customers and uh, and and really nobody was that interested in him you know he was he was kind of expensive for for no more than he had won at the time uh mm-hmm. you know a lot of low scores on his on his stats and it was it was really uh you know hard to get on board and i finally i i i, I called my father-in-law up uh I, I said i know it sounds crazy but i said i, I said uh i'd like to i'd like to borrow some money there's a bull out there that that i think that we we need to have and um and I told my father-in-law Steve about it, and he said, "Well, I'll just, you know, after I was done, he said, well, I'll just partner with you.' And you know, so as soon as as soon as we uh, we get that bull, I mean, he goes full blast into training. You know, you feel like you you'd spend six days a week on him uh, to try to get him ready for that one four second out. And uh, you know, we 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 felt like that uh, you know that that work all paid off. You know, in November last year when he won the world." Uh, you know, so it's uh, definitely, definitely, definitely work paid off. But, you know, I think just recognizing the athlete that he is, uh, you know, and putting the work in, uh, you know, I, th- I think this year, though, with the first um, riding solo babies have hit the ground. And I know that there's I know there's four of them out there that I know of. Uh, my dad's got two bull calves and Rick Smith's got one bull calf. And then we have one heifer calf all that riding solo. And they just they look like him. I mean, they walk on their tiptoes and they're you know at full attention all the time so i'm so excited for those calves to get out there and uh you know be 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 winners like their dad so we've uh we've taken riding solo you know this is this is his three-year-old year we bucked him one time with the dummy this year and we just moved him right up into uh you know with a with a rider we feel like he's got the size and i think with the dummy uh the last out he was i think 92 mm-hmm and, and one, he won one Decatur. Yeah. So then we, we've moved him up, um, you know, to the, to the rider, you know, the first, uh, the first couple outs, you know, he was a little wiry in the shoots, but he's, he's got, he's got way better. Um, I know the last time we was at border town, uh, you know, it's, it's a bring your own rider, but we, we picked, uh, we picked a Brazilian cause we wanted to see what he would, uh, what he would do matched up against, you know, those Brazilians and how they, they pull different. I mean, it's it's a it's a different experience for those bulls, and we wanted him to see it uh, before he kind of got to the big show. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of his first uh, uh, Brazilian experience. Uh, you know, last weekend at uh, at Fort Worth, he got to to face one of the top thirty five riders in the world for the first time, uh, and he he bucked him off about four or five seconds, which is the longest he's been rode so far. But we're uh, we're, we're 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 pretty excited about him. I mean, I think he's I think he's big for his. Uh, 
big for his age. He's uh, he's got so much fire and intensity. Uh, when he when he channels it all the right direction, uh, I think he's a I think he's a stud. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, are you gonna bring him next weekend, Locust Grove? No, you know uh, he was he was a little bit sore uh, going uh, coming out of Bordertown the last weekend, and and we've watched the video. I don't think he hurt himself um, while he was bucking. I think he was uh, it was you know coming back that short alley in the strip and shoot. Uh, he was he was a little sore, and we were kind of fighting it daily. We would we would exercise him every day going into Fort Worth, and uh, you know we we talk back and forth with the ABBI office. You know, is he in? Is he out? Is he in? Is he out? And um, we finally decided that we would just go ahead and and uh, and take him uh, to Fort Worth. You know, there was we thought it was a big opportunity for him. Uh, you know, a big arena with forty eight different uh, competitors. You know, fifteen hundred dollars fees. We thought it was a we thought it was a big opportunity for him. So we just we opted to to take him to Fort Worth and then just uh, and give him a couple weeks off of that. You know, even even uh, I was talking to Kyle Lippincott, uh, you know, after Fort Worth, and he said, "Hey, I said he said uh, Solo looked just a little bit off." And I said, "Yeah, you know, it's kind of a, an injury that he's that he's bringing into Fort Worth." And we was so excited about the way he just he went ahead and fired today. I just uh, I just got through, you know, kind of walking him, exercising, just a slow exercise. And I don't think there's anything wrong with him, structurally wrong. He's just he's just kind of soared up. You know, he had several weeks in a row. So I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna kind of give him uh, July off, and then you know try to try to go straight through you know August through the World Finals. Yeah. Um, uh, so another bull that I saw that I was really uh, looking at uh, vanished. I saw him at Border Town with that ninety something out he had. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. What's um. What's um. Behind him. Well, Vanish is kind of a kind of an accident, really. Um. I was I was flushing the 187 cow, which is her her name's Miss Call the Law because of course she's uh, Call the Law's uh, dam. Well, I was flushing her, and I'd partnered with Cody Lostro on uh, some some expensive semen. We had like oh six or seven cows lined up on the on the same flush over there at uh, Transova Genetics. Well, they got to my cow and they run out of semen. And they needed semen that was on site right there that day, and I didn't have any uh, any bucking bull semen at Transover that day, and I I knew there was some some Houdini, and I was like, well, just use Houdini, and I'll just you know pay Gene Baker later, and uh, we'll take care of it. And out of the flush, we got one calf, and it was uh, 67 vanished. Uh, that's where he came up with the name vanished uh, from from Houdini, but you know he uh, he he he's a stud, you know, and I think. Uh, uh, I've I've never seen uh, a Houdini calf with the size that that he's got, and that mess called the law. You know she's a she's a Bell's Blue daughter and puts the size and the kick in those things. Uh, he he's he's a he, he's a stud, and you know we've seen it coming. He kind of shot some flares last year a little bit, but he would kind of do it at the right spot. Uh, the American Heritage West, he won a big check, and then we took him from there uh, a couple months later. To the American Heritage East, all the way out in North Carolina, and he was like 89 points out there again. Um, you know, but just just you know, what wasn't putting the trips in every weekend, but we knew that uh, you know it was it was coming. Oh yeah, earlier this year, earlier this year, we got to face him against one of the top 35 riders, and uh, you know he's he's Vanish is smart. You know he uh, he kind of stepped forward and uh, he's kind of got some different moves about him. Which sometimes doesn't help him shine at Bordertown, you know, because he can he, he handles some of those uh, more amateur riders pretty easy. But I think mm-hmm. if you step him up to the better riders that really take a hold of him and take it to him, uh, he 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 brings the heat. So he's 
he's probably uh you know he made it easier to to step solo up to the classic you know because you know vanished i think is the one that you know we really want to push uh to try to be you know one of them uh one two three spots at the end of the year uh in in the derby competition oh yeah are you going to take him uh next weekend or are you going to let some of your older bulls rest no we're going to we're going to we're going to let the older bulls rest a little bit. We've kind of got a different schedule here the next uh, couple of weeks. We didn't, we didn't do the American Heritage East this year. And uh, we, we've got some, some partners out of Montana. Then they, they got the, uh, the big sky PBR going on out there. Uh, that, that's kind of one that uh, started us there. You know, the big sky bulls are partners on a bull called Viper, which was the, uh, the wild card classic champion in Las Vegas last year and ended up going downtown to the, to the world finals. Um, so they're partners with Viper and then Bruce Wold, another, uh, partner we have in Montana is partners with, uh, Mr. Majestic. So he's, he's out there, uh, as well. So we're going to load up four bulls and, uh, our trip right now, we go to, uh, Big Sky, Montana, Cheyenne Frontier Days. And then, uh, the, the third one we go to is Jackson Hole. Uh, the PBR they had a PBR there last year, and they they've moved it up to two days and going there again this year. So we're gonna go take four bulls and go to three events uh, back up that way. Oh, okay. Um. Uh. Kind of with Solo, how he he was kind of a little um crazy sometimes with riders. Um. What kind of training do you put with some bulls that you know you kind of see need a little bit more work with them? Well, uh, I know it sounds crazy, but it's it almost like showing him some. Show him some love, you know, and that, uh, that, you know, that, that, that buck and shoot is almost uh, a, a happy spot, you know, and in a lot of, uh, a lot of one-on-one time, uh, you know, just, just me and him, you know, just, just, just walking in the shoot and, uh, you know, petting, talking. And uh, the funny thing is he, when I, when I first got him, he had, he had little short horns and I, and I, I guess it, he, he got pretty smart. He would look up and see the rope over the top of him. And he would just go out from underneath the rope and then try to jump out. And I was like, well, I'll tell you what, I'll show you. So I just stuck a little rope around his horns and uh, and then tied it to the chute and then started petting him. Well, when he reared back once, he got the – well, for the first time he broke the rope. And then the second time he got the rope off his horns. Um, so I, I kind of like, well, I'll just run down to the, the hardware store. And I just got a little, you know, foot-and-a-half long chain, you know, because I knew the chain wouldn't stretch. And, uh, you know, that's kind of where the, the chain come from originally. Uh, but I just, I seriously would leave a, a, a halter rope, you know, there at the bucket chutes and just like you would tie a horse up, I'd walk him in there and I'd reach through and snap, snap it on there. I'd pet him. And even, uh, you know, we, there's only two times I think we ever bucked him at the ranch. Uh, once when we first got him and once, uh, before the world finals, just as a, just as a warm up, not only for the bull, but, uh, you know, Sarah, she had been pregnant most of the year and in Tulsa and she was kind of going for a, a world title in the women's too and she hadn't flanked him in a while so uh, for, for both of them we bucked him right there at the house before we left but uh, a lot of times I would just take him in the chute and I'd put the dummy on him pull the dummy snug put the flank on him tied off just like he was gonna gonna leave I'd pet him in there for a while and then I'd hit the button and take the dummy take the flank off of him pet him again unsnap him and let him walk out you know and just just trying to let him uh let him enjoy the buck and shoot a little bit you know it wasn't like it was uh it, it was performance time every time so just kind of a, a relaxing idea and get that idea from uh 
you know, from uh, rope horses. You know, a lot of times with rope horses, they get a little hot in the box that they want to leave, you know, to chase that steer so bad. So they'll walk them in there, you know, back them up in the in the box and they'll they'll let a steer go. But the horse doesn't leave. They'll hold the horse in there, just let him relax, and they'll score the cattle out without chasing him. And uh, so I try to do a lot of a lot of scoring, I guess, with uh, with solo. Oh yeah. Um, talking about, I guess, uh, the different classes. Um, your wife has another bull in the uh, in that class, uh, Outlaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's um, I guess, uh, his background to him? Well, uh, outlaw. I think we kind of we kind of seen him as a as, as a yearling as well. And uh, and the the funny thing is, he's one that you really have to had to believe in. I mean, we we seen some flares there a couple times at the house that were like, man, this thing is a is is a great bull, um, you know. And and I, I guess wanted to Sarah to be able to defend her title. Uh, another one that's uh, with you know with big sky bulls. Uh, they they bought into that bull uh as well and uh you know it was the the first quarter or the first you know uh several events of the year you know you can't look at yourself well why did we enter that one why did we enter that one and then you know about the fifth event uh you know it, it kind of makes you look like you you know what you're doing and, you, and you're real smart because he kind of is, is coming around uh to being what he is so we're definitely uh excited for for that bull to be in uh in Las Vegas in November. Cause he just gets better as the, as the months go by. I think in the women's fraternity, you get to take, uh, uh your top four scores into the world finals. And then you add, uh, add Vegas on it. And he's got three really, really good scores going in. We'd like to use the rest of the season just to, you know, to maybe put a 90 with those, uh, those really high scores that she's got. And I think she's got a good shot to, uh, not only get that score, but, to to, to win again. Oh yeah, um, you have this. Well, really, this year kind of um, opened up your different classes. I know uh, the first time I saw your kid bull was in uh, at Boretown, and then my bull went up against uh, his. I want to say uh, at at um, uh, Billy's event in um, uh, uh, Locust Grove. Yeah. Um, Really, uh, I guess um, that bull, he's a little bigger bull than uh, uh, some bulls that I've seen. Um, what's, I guess, his pedigree behind him? Which bull is that again? Uh, you're a kid bull uh, in the junior class. Uh, shoot. Oh, uh, uh, 702? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, uh, I think he's a, a high, high tensile. Okay. He- and you know, and he's kind of a he's kind of a late bloomer as well. You know, I think uh, you know when we started the first of the year, <clears throat> you know, he, he earned his way in the in the in the kids class because we just didn't think he was good enough to to face the opens. And then, you know, well, you you, you talk about uh, Locust Grove. He wins Locust Grove. He won second at Bordertown one weekend uh, against you know I, the, the, some of the junior class is as tough as any open you'll ever go to oh yeah uh so so that that calf is is really come on you know and it's kind of kind of a funny deal he 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 almost wasn't good enough for the open to start the year and and now he's uh you know he's a he's a he's a star and and i think uh you know that i think that's one of the things that sometimes the the kids and the women's can 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 do better you know you you think that uh you know, you're a great trainer and a little, little bit more flank or a little bit more this or that is going to help. And then, um, you know, a kid or a lady gets on them with, with soft hands and, 
uh, you know, don't ask them for everything in one performance that those calves start, uh, you know, trusting the flanker and, uh, and just and, and, and doing better. So sometimes I think the flanker just about needs to stay out of their way and let those bulls uh, do what they're, they're bred to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you uh, put together a real solid, I want to say, a group of bulls all the way from uh, your classic bulls to your um, smaller two-year-olds to the now yearling bulls that you've um, done. Um, I know that you've had a sell with your um, judging thing, and the also, uh, I want to say, it was judging and flanking mm-hmm. um, you had, and then after that on Saturday you had that uh, that sale you have mm-hmm. um this year are you gonna do that same thing again or just the same you know, uh so the, uh, the the judging seminar uh and the flanking clinic and the the sale the the whole idea of, of all of it was such a hit that uh we're gonna come back and do it again in november we've already set the dates uh for our next sale is november 23rd but um I've, I've talked to roy dole and i think that um you know the pbr and the abbi is going to get together and, uh, and, and maybe that, uh, that our judging seminar or, or clinic, you may call it, uh, as one of the officials to, to get to be an, an approved ABBI judge is, mm. is right here at our event. Um, and then we're going to, we're going to do the, the flanking, um, the flanking clinic again. Uh, but it, but it really turns into a small clinic and then a, a competition, you know, mm-hmm. that, uh, that, that people can, can come whether they own a calf or not. Uh, and I think what we're going to do this time is we, we had, we had a lot of, lot of, lot of entries. I mean, we've almost bucked every bull on the ranch. We had, uh, we, you were here. I mean, we had mm-hmm. uh, three year old bulls was get out of the barn. So <laughs> had one to one, one to flank. Uh, so I think we're going to open that up a little bit, maybe, uh, maybe make it a hundred dollar entry fees and, you know, a hundred percent payback or something like that to make it, make it, make it fun where, um, you know, you can if you if you already own a bull, you can flank your own bull. If not, uh, you know, we'll we'll draw you one. Uh, and I, I think it'll be I think it'll be cool. And you you was talking about vanished earlier. Uh, vanished was one of the short round bulls, and you know hadn't had a dummy on him in a while. Uh, and the gal out of Georgia, first first day she'd ever flanked a bull, and vanished was the second bull she'd ever flanked, um, and was ninety one points. You know, right here at the ranch, so it was it was pretty pretty neat to see that. Uh, so I mean, you Outlaw was here. You probably got to see him uh, mm-hmm. that day. He was in the the flanking competition. A lot of those uh, you know great bulls that we haul every weekend. You know we kind of open the open the gate to the ranch and you know let people flank them and uh, get the, get the full experience of what's going on here at the ranch. Oh yeah, that was a uh, solid day. Uh, you had that um, uh, truck come uh, for food during lunch. Had the uh, had him a ward come out and you know talk to everybody about uh, you know what he sees in the bulls and you know um, kind of what he um, I guess looks for and you know every bull that goes out and then of course as you know you just said you know everybody kind of got a chance to get the experience of going to an event and being able to put their hands back on that bull and kind of just um, get the almost full experience of what it's like to mm-hmm. be a, um, a bull owner at uh, events. Yeah, so I think I think everybody everybody really uh, really liked it and enjoyed it. So uh, I I couldn't think of uh, a better way to do the the, the fall uh, sale. So I think we're gonna come back and and do the do the do the same thing. Um, but we might even kind of open the ranch up even a, a day earlier. You know that uh, I I love to to showcase our bulls. 
uh, our cows and we'll have a bunch of calves weaned by the time we get to the, the November sale that, uh, that people can kind of come into the ranch and, and look around and, and kind of see our operation. Uh, you know, we, we spent a lot of money on our, our training facility and our, our location that, uh, that the, the bulls can, can be the best that they can be. And, uh, we love to love to share that with the world. Oh yeah. Um, I guess I, uh, uh, I guess, you know, I've been kind of thinking about over the couple of years whenever I would watch your stuff on, um, uh, your channel you had, um, and then, you know, going up to, um, events this year and seeing you do all your boards and all that type of stuff. Um, what, what would you say is kind of the main thing you would want to get started into kind of starting your own program with cows and bulls? Well, I think I think you you look at it in in every way. You know, as as many people always try to pick it out, like you know, what 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 do you do to to win? Well, it's it's not just just one thing. As uh, as a manager uh, of of the bulls, um, you know, I think that the 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 breeding is kind of the you know one thing that everybody can work on. You know, in in the world today, you can you can pretty much get online and uh, you know make any cross that you think is is best so i think people kind of studying those pedigrees uh kind of knowing what you're getting into uh you know and I, I think you know even even with with what you're looking for in the bull or, or if, you, if you have a cow and you know she has a, she has a, a a calf and you know you can look at that calf and say well this is what i want to change about it i mean i want i want i want i want more kick i want more size i want more spin i mean those those things with genetics i think you can you can you can you can make each one of them better. So genetics, I think, is a is a very big uh, foundation and, and base that's going to stick with those those animals uh, their whole life and and their offspring as well. Oh yeah, uh, uh, nu- nutrition I think is uh, is is huge. Um, you know, and I, I'm not talking about um, you know the bulls being fat. I mean these things are uh, these things are athletes as well you know, and, and, and to where that, uh, you know, that their, their bodies are growing good and, uh, natural that their, their joints are good. Uh, I think, I think there's a, a lot of things that go into them and not just, uh, you know, throwing a round bell of hay over the, uh, over the fence and, and just letting them have a, a buffet every day. Uh, so nutrition, I think, um, and, and I guess it changed a different age group, just like, just like me and you, there's, there's different things that we crave and need and, uh, one at different times. Um, I know a lot of the, the older bulls that we have around here, you know, they seem like they're, they're just about half on a diet most of the time. Uh, cause we just don't want them to be, uh, too heavy. A lot of the same with the, the two year old bulls. I mean, they've only got, uh, you know, a 15 pound dummy on their back. Uh, so they don't need to be uh, bodybuilders, which, you know, seems to change a lot when you turn to a classic bull, you know, the, the, the bigger and stouter that you can, uh, make them or have them seem like the, the, the better off they are, the, the stronger they are with the, you know, you know, you go to a 200 pound rider on there, you know, with all his equipment on it, uh, it kind of changes the game a little bit. Yeah. Uh, nutrition, nutrition is, 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 is second, you know, training, mm-hmm. training I think is, uh, is the best, you know, and I, I, I consider myself a, a bull trainer, but, uh, you know, I tell a lot of people it's it's like little kids playing t-ball. A lot of it, uh, you kind of put them out on the field in the, in the, in the right spot, and they, they learn the game. You know, you, you hit it to them, and they start realizing that, uh, you know, if they can get it, the, the ball to first base before he does, that they win. 
And I think the bulls are a little smarter than most people get them credit credit for. So using that uh, that dummy to start with as a, as a reward system, I think um, you know you're not you're not really teaching them how to buck. You're just bringing the best uh, out of them that that you can. And um, you know it's 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 being a coach. You know, putting them on the field, let them do the routine, but almost not doing it too much. You know, you want them you want them to enjoy it. If they don't enjoy it, they don't have to do it. There's nothing. You know, people get the wrong idea. There's something that you can do to make them buck. If they didn't, if they don't want to buck, there is zero things you can do to make them buck. Um, but when they're bred to it, bred to do it, they're fed to do it, uh, and they have the opportunity, uh, I guarantee you they're going to buck. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bull that uh, I was looking at in the sale from that uh, Nate posted a while ago, um, a bull that didn't you bought too dirty. Uh, that's a real nice bull out there to the right. Yep. Um, I, um, what's your, I guess, plans, uh, for him this year, breeding or just, um, you know, take him to events. Like what's your, I guess your goal. You this know, year? he kind of, he kind of come in a little early or a little late. I mean, on the, uh, on, on the breeding season. Uh, and I, I think we, we could have used him as a cleanup bull. I mean, right now we just have cleanup bulls out on cows. Um, <laughs> but I, I really like the bull. I mean, I, I seen, um, I seen four or five, uh, videos of him. I called Cody Lostro about him. I said, "Hey, you know what about what about your bull?" And and um, you know, kind of kind of the same thing. He he might not be the best bull in the world, and it's it's got to be tough for Lostro with, uh, you know, the the gangster party bull that he's got. That's you know, could could be fighting for a world title this year. So this is this is like the his second best bull, and it kind of kind of put keeps him in the shadow a little bit. Uh, but I, I asked Lowstraw about him, and he said he, he never misses. Uh, you know, he's he's always, you know, give it all he's got. And uh, I don't know if you watched the trip in Fort Worth the other day, but um, I think it uh, was, was his rankest trip that he's ever had. He turned too close and hit the chutes. But, you know, if you can't get excited about uh, that out, I, I, I think you, you, you missed something. I took him to <laughs> a, a, a PBR in Bonita. Um, mm-hmm. Gene Owens uh, PBR and I think they 45 him over the other day, uh, and 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 the bull is uh, I, I'm I'm hoping that you know he kind of develops on and grows a little. He still kind of kind of looks and acts like a like a calf a little bit. Uh, I think if he if he matures into a you know a real real bucking bull, and and I, I, I kind of tell the partners uh, on that bull too. You know he might develop as a, as a five year old or we're hoping November. Uh, he, he puts two trips together in, in November. Uh, he could win a hundred thousand in November. I think he's, he's just got the, the heat and the fire and the kick. Um, you know, he's, he's kind of, he's kind of got, he's kind of got the tools and that's what, uh, that's what we liked about him. I think, uh, Lostro has done all the hard work. You know, he, he walks in the chute and he, he stands and he bucks and he, he does all the work. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, we're just kind of, we're just kind of rolling the dice, you know, with the, with the opportunity with him. But we, we, we like him. We're excited to have him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess before uh, we end off, uh, I guess kind of back to that bull we just talked about, what do you see whenever um, you are looking to buy a bull? I know what, for me, trying to find a game uh, a kid's bull is different than you trying to find a real solid open or a classic type bull. So um, what do you see? And yeah. trying to find that uh, will uh, good bull. Uh, I, I can't. I try to uh, look through the look through the smoke a little bit, you know. And I think uh, if there there's there's things that you like, uh, you know, I, I like bulls that that have some have some clearance. You know, they they'll they'll get off the ground, but they kind of still got that 
uh, enthusiasm or that that kick or that that extra that extra spark, you know that uh, you know that that they've still got. Uh, you know, bulls that kind of get a little wore out, and, you know, they seem to seem to get a little dull. And and to me, that uh, they they've already peaked out. They're kind of going back down the other, and that and that sometimes could happen as um, you know yearling bulls or seven year old bulls. I mean, it, that that kind of changes. Um, I, I, I like the bulls that are excited to do their job, which, you know, also kind of gets me in, uh, a bind sometimes too. Sometimes I gotta, I gotta work four or five days a week just to get them, uh, you know, calm down just, just to doing the buck and not wasting the energy doing other stuff. Um, so I like, I like the spark. Um, you know, I like to, I like to study the breeding. Uh, that's, that's something, you know, we just, uh, you know, really take a, um, take a lot of notice to you know here at the ranch when we're we're making our crosses and we're you know putting putting bulls on you know five different sets of sets of cows that uh we've got the right cows in there to make the right cross uh to get the 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 best uh outcome um so it's uh it it, it it's tough to say what's the one thing that you look for uh sometimes it feels like that uh you, you you don't even know it you just you finally just see one you fall in love with him and you uh you, you go make him you go make him work um and I, I like i like i like dealing with uh dealing with good people you know what that cody Lowstro, he's as, as solid as rock uh good guy and i think when he tells you that you know this bull's good he don't miss uh you know i didn't i didn't hesitate one time uh you know raise my hand so yeah well um thank you court for uh this uh chat Talk about uh you know uh how you got started and then now what uh I guess the goals are for bulls you know going down uh the lines and um uh I hope to see you at a um really just uh at Boardtown or at a PBR event or at at Belton if you're um uh, going to that or you know heck yeah we'll, we'll turn on your TV we're going to we're going to Cheyenne so you see uh see our four four bulls there at Cheyenne. Uh, pretty excited. Old Blue Crush, uh, he's he's on the truck. Mr. Majestic, we bred some cows to him this year. Uh, Viper, that's on with the Big Sky Bulls, he's going. And uh, 52 Invisible Fire, Bullet just got a check there at Fort Worth, the the big classic there last weekend. He's he's a going too. So uh, have to tune in and cheer for them Bulls. Oh yeah. Well, um, uh, thank you, Court. Heck yeah, man. You have a great day. Thank you. You too. All right, today. Bye.